Hello everyone, this is the uh, Power Search podcast as presented by uh, Emmanuel Okonkwo, Pastor Emmanuel Okonkwo. Yesterday we began, uh, we began something that I've called the, the doctrine of, of unbelief. What, what triggered, what triggered that this teaching uh, is my realization. I've always believed that, that faith will, uh, is something that marvels God. Faith is something that marvels God. When God sees faith, uh, he is marveled. But then I ran into a scripture, Mark chapter 6, verse 6, that said that Jesus was marveled by their unbelief. Jesus was marveled by their unbelief. That word uh, to marvel is the same word uh, 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 to, to be wowed of something. It's the same, uh, it's, it's the same word that you could use uh, uh, to stand in awe. So when, when, when Jesus saw faith, he marveled. But when he also saw unbelief, he also uh, marveled. So we began to uh, look at a series that I, I called the the, uh, the doctrine of uh, of unbelief. And then yesterday we looked at the we looked at the power of of, of unbelief. And we established yesterday that that our, our unbelief is 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 really similar or really uh, doing God uh, a grievous bodily harm. That's what we said yesterday. We said. Uh, when, when we when we play with unbelief, uh, we're doing God uh, GBH. We're doing God a grievous bodily harm. And, and, and what, do I, what, what did I mean by that? Well, unbelief uh, is a minimization of of God. Uh, unbelief is a limitation uh, of God, and unbelief is a defamation of God. We minimize God when we hold unbelief, right? We limit God. Uh, the psalmist wrote about. Uh, how they limited the Holy One of Israel. So we limit God when we hold on to unbelief and then we defame God's character when we hold on to unbelief because unbelief really says God can't do it. He, he can't be trusted. He's a liar. But today I want to challenge you uh, as you uh, are tempted to play with unbelief. I want to I challenge you today by uh, uh, talking to you about the destination of unbelief. Where does unbelief lead to where does unbelief uh, 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 lead to and I want to be bold to say today that unbelief unchecked unbelief always leads to a bad place let me say that again unchecked unbelief and you know sometimes you and I play with unbelief we, we kind of play play you know we don't want to believe we don't trust God we you know we, we switch in uh, into our faith we ch- switch out of faith we we play with unbelief we, we we know but let me tell you something let me tell you something unchecked unbelief always leads to a bad place and that that's very important for you to understand your unbelief if not checked if not stopped will always lead you to a bad place. So let's look at a few uh, examples of the destination of unbelief. The first thing I want to kind of uh, 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 show you is that unbelief turns the desert into a symmetry. That's the first one. Unbelief turns the desert into a symmetry. So, you know, uh, beware if unchecked unbelief is in your heart the sequence of God's plan, if you, if you remember, when God is dealing with us, there's always a basic sequence of God's plan. It's always first Egypt, then the desert, 
and then the promised land, isn't it? Whatever it is, once you're working with God, the same the same pattern of, of progress that, that the Israelites made is the same pattern of progress that you and I make with God. There's Egypt, then there's the desert, and then the promised land. If you are not going to, and you're, you're not going to be exempted from this process. You're going to have your Egypt, you're going to have your desert, and you're going to have your uh, promised land. So beware of unchecked unbelief in your desert season. Beware of your unchecked unbelief in your desert season. Unchecked unbelief in your desert season will turn the desert into a symmetry. Unchecked unbelief in a desert season will always turn the desert season into a burial ground. So, you know, God's made you a promise. Uh, you've come out of Egypt. He's taking you to the, the, uh, the promised land. But you're going to pass through a desert. It is in that desert that you must tell yourself, I am going to fight unbelief. Because if you don't fight unbelief in your desert season, your desert season becomes your symmetry. That's what happened to the children of Israel. Thousands of them perished in the desert. They never got to the promised land. They held unbelief in their heart. And unbelief took the desert and turned it into a symmetry. The second thing I, I want to use to kind of really buttress this phenomenon is that unbelief turns celebration into condemnation. You know, the text that I, I, I wanted to use to uh, introduce this topic is Luke chapter 1 verse 20. And behold, you'll be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place because you did not believe my words which will be fulfilled. You know what's going on here? Uh, the angel had come to Zacharias. You remember uh, Luke chapter 1. The angels come to Zacharias and told Zacharias that that uh, himself and Elizabeth, two, uh, two old righteous couples, that they were going to have John the Baptist. They, you know, uh, their baby John, uh, uh, you know, was going to be in, in this elite group of, of, of people whose birth, uh, was announced by the angel. And so the angel said, listen, Zacharias, you're going to have John. Uh, John will be great uh, in the sight of the Lord. Your son is going to be a forerunner of the Messiah and all these uh, uh, magnificent things that, that the angel uh, spoke to Zacharias about. And what did Zacharias uh, respond? He, he, he responded with unbelief. And once he responded with unbelief, a situation that was supposed to lead to celebration instead led to condemnation. That's the power of unbelief. That's what unbelief can do. You've just been told incredible things that God will do. He's going to heal you. He's going to grow your ministry. He's going to help your marriage. And, 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 and then you respond with unbelief. And, and instantly, unbelief will always spoil the party. Unbelief will always uh, uh, turn, turn as a celebration into condemnation. Once unbelief comes to a party, it's poison. Once unbelief, unbelief comes to a parade, it rains on the parade. It doesn't matter how big the dream is. doesn't matter how, 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 how big the vision is. Unbelief will always try to solve it. It doesn't matter how compelling the season for celebration is. Unbelief will attempt to bring sadness and condemnation to it. The last one I, I want to use to end this, this uh, teaching today is that unbelief closes the door to salvation. Unbelief closes the door to salvation. It doesn't matter what God has done to save man from sin, death, hell, uh, 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 and damnation. Unbelief renders the provisions of salvation 
and makes them of no effect. A man who won't believe in Christ and what he has done would have no other way to enjoy what Christ has done. You know, that's what unbelief does. I remember uh, evangelizing in London one time and I ran into this man who had a very bad uh, back problem and I was trying to witness to him, trying to share my faith. I said, listen, would you uh, would you accept Jesus as your savior? He said, no, no, I don't believe that. I said, what if I prayed for you in the name of Jesus and he healed you of, of your back pro- uh, pain? Would you believe in Jesus? He said, no, even if you prayed for me in Jesus' name, I won't believe. That's what unbelief does. It often defies logic and it is the final nail on the coffin of a person in their way to damnation. Many people will be lost in eternity today, not because of their sin, but because of unbelief. It was unbelief that made them reject the provisions for salvation. That's the power of unbelief. It's power to lead to a bad place. It's such a fearful reality. This is the reason why you and I must not allow unbelief to run riot in our lives. Unchecked unbelief always ends badly. So I want to to join you today. My brothers and sisters, please, I beg you, do not play with unbelief. Do not play with unbelief. Don't let unbelief go unchecked in in your heart. Whenever unbelief raises his ugly head in your heart, rebuke it, fight it. Deal with unbelief because unbelief can only take you to a bad place. I'm going to pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, we believe. Please help our unbelief. Remove unbelief from our heart so that unbelief doesn't detonate our destiny and take us to a bad place. In Jesus' name, amen. Once again, this is the Passage Daily uh, Podcast. Uh, I, I hope you've enjoyed this. I'm, I'm going to be doing this thing every day. We've tried to, we're taking the pastor devotional from text to a podcast. The text version will still be on, but there's not going to be a daily podcast. Can you get, get me a feedback and uh, let me know how you have enjoyed this, whether it's something you think we can continue. Uh, the number you, uh, to reach me on is the same number that you're getting the podcast on. God bless you. Uh, remember, remember, unchecked unbelief always takes a man or a woman to a bad place. May God deliver you and I from unbelief. In Jesus' name, amen.